What happens when you ignore God's advice? Second Chronicles 17 and 18. Did you ever give good advice to people who ignored it and made it a disastrous source? They can leave you wondering why they even act, even borrow to act in the first place. We get frustrated when others ignore our wisdom. But have you ever thought about how often we do that to God? No one gives better guidance than God. And yet we all at times ignore what he says. In 2 Chronicles 17 and 18, King Ahab of Israel eventually ignores God's advice. Ahab decides he wants to go to war against Ramoth Gilead. In Ahab's opinion, victory is certain if King Jehoshaphat joins him. Jehoshaphat is willing to help, but not before giving God's opinion. Ahab produces 400 so-called prophets who predict victory. Only one prophet truly speaks for God, however, and he warns them that Ahab would die if they go to war. The kings ignore God's warning, and Ahab dies on the first day of battle. Like Ahab, when we ignore God's counsel, it always leads to destruction. Giving full vent to our anger can destroy relationships, Proverbs 29 and 11. Not managing money well can destroy our finances, Luke 16 and 10. And living without integrity can destroy our careers, Proverbs 10 and 9. Proverbs 12 and 15 says, The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. God's advice is right 100% of the time. When we disagree with what God says in the Bible, we are the ones who need to change. Amen. Can the church say amen? amen? See what you miss when you're not here on time. You miss part of the serving that's prepared for you to feast upon. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. You know, you don't go to a restaurant and, and just pay for food, you know, you don't eat. We encourage you folks to do better. We're in a new year. If, if you're already burnt out in the new year, this is going to be a troublesome year. Amen. 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 This morning, I would like to briefly, and I, and I mean briefly, share three passages of scriptures. Three passages of scriptures dealing with making this Christian life an easy way of life. Three passages of scriptures. You know, we, we go around, we talk about how hard it is. And yes, the Christian life is a challenge. It presents challenges. Yes, it does. But we serve a God who has said what? I, I was listening to the prayer Brother Jeff gave. He, and he referenced, he said, be of good cheer. Jesus said what? I have what? Overcome the what? Well, if Jesus has overcome the world, and if I could do all things through Christ, it can be done. Amen. But people, it boils down to a matter of belief. It boils down to a matter of faith. Do you believe it or not? Will you obey it? Or not? Will you be obedient enough to do what he commands or not? Amen. 
The first passage I want to share with you is to establish that Jesus is able to do what he said he can do. Amen. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, Jesus declares something in this passage. He said, and the Bible said, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. I want you, I want you to pay attention to that word, all. All. Jesus said, all power is given unto who? Me. Where? In heaven and in earth, right? Where are you? So he has all power here, right? Right? So he's able to do what he said he can do. Because he has all power. Now, look at that word all. He didn't say, there are many things I have power over. He didn't say, there are majority of the things I have power over. Amen. He said, all power. Amen. All. So no matter what you're faced with in life, no matter what it is you're challenged with in your faith and your walk, be of good cheer. What? He has overcome what? The world. But going back again, do you believe it? Do you believe he has overcome the world? Huh? That's, that's passage number one. Remember that word, all. Matthew 28 and 18. Now, my second passage is Matthew 11. 28 through 30. The scripture text that was read into your hearing. We've established Jesus has all power, right? In heaven and in earth. He can do what he said he can do. All right? So there's an invitation he, he extends. There's an invitation he extends. And he said, come unto me, all ye that labor in our what? Heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I would say that covers all of us. Amen. 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 I, I would. I'm, I feel confident to say that would cover all of us. Amen. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Who don't want rest? Who don't want some peace in their life? Verse twenty nine said, "Take my yoke." Upon you and learn of me. Learn of who? Not learn the ways of the world. Jesus said, I need you to come unto me and learn how I handle things. I need for you to learn how I forgive. I need for you to learn how I love. I need for you to learn how I treat my enemies. How I do good unto those that despitefully use me, that go out of their way to mistreat me. Jesus didn't say, I need to teach you the game of the world. See, that's the problem with many Christians. We're trying to, we're trying to play Christian, but yet we want to play the, the game in the world. No. 
The invitation is to come and learn of me. My ways are different. Jesus said, my ways are different than those of the world. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find what? Rest. Rest unto your soul. Who is this invitation extended to? Come unto me. All. There it is again. All. Jesus said, I have all power. And because I have all power, I'm extending an invitation to all. Because I can help anybody and everybody. You know, I, I... I've been debating, and, and I said, I got to get with the brothers, and I, I don't want to do anything that'll backfire. Well, I really don't believe it'll backfire. I believe it's truthfully is what we're supposed to be about. I said, you know, we need to launch a campaign. We need to launch an advertising camp campaign yeah. and put some signs up and says, to all the whoremongers, <laughs> prostitutes, liars, cheaters, just name all the type of acts of sinners and, and everything and say, welcome to the Locust Grove Church of Christ. Come and find a home at the Locust Grove Church of Christ. But then I said, you know what? The trouble probably won't come from the outside. I think we probably got to do some teaching on the inside first. Because some of you will be sitting up in here saying he had lost his mind. Why would you be putting stuff out like that? Well, let me ask you this. Who did Jesus come for? Who did Jesus come to seek and save? And such were some of you. So why would you not want them to come? Would you prefer to send them somewhere else? You know, we become so narrow-minded. We become so self-righteous. That I'm almost to the point that we have forgotten what the true mission of the church is. Just because God gave us the opportunity and the chance to get cleaned up. Aren't there some other people who need help? Don't be surprised. But we'll talk about it more. We'll talk about it more. Because see, so many people out there, they don't feel comfortable coming among church folks because they feel church folks look down on them. But church folk used to be in the gutter too. You show me one, I dare, I dare one of you to raise your hand and say you never needed Jesus. We've all been there. Just because you may not have had the same hangups 
that somebody else had, but you were still in sin. So, folks, who else should we send the message out to? If, if, if we told the whoremongers out there, look, we know what you're doing. Some of us used to do it. Amen. But look at the change that has occurred in our lives since Jesus. Amen. Since I accepted the invitation when Jesus said, come unto me, Amen. all ye that labor in our heavy lady. When I accepted the invitation to take his yoke and learn of him. I learned that I didn't have to live that way. I learned that I didn't have to stoop that low. I've learned that I could depend on him. I could have faith in him. I could trust in him. Where else are they going to go? Isn't that why you came? So he said, come unto me. Who? Oh. So that includes all those folks I mentioned, right? Amen. Huh? Amen. Should be the main ones we should be inviting. Amen. But no, we're looking for somebody to dress nice. Amen. Well, they don't, they don't look like they smell right or whatever. Help them get cleaned up. Amen. I've said it before and i said it again. You may, you may not want to take them home. You may not want to take them to your house. They have truck stops around here everywhere. Amen. You could go pay for them a full bath and everything. Get a truck stop. Amen. You could make a difference in their lives. That's what Jesus was about. He said, take my yoke and learn of me by a meek and lonely heart. Let me show you how you do things. Let me show you how to have compassion. Instead of coming up within these walls, hollering and shouting and everything, then leave out of here and don't do nothing. Amen. The last passage of scriptures is 1 Peter 5 and 7. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Y'all all right this morning? Peter says, casting all. There's that word. All. Your care. Upon him. Why? For he careth for you. So Jesus established, I have all power. I do whatever I want. Can't nobody stop me. I want to help you. So I'm going to send this invitation out to you. So that you can learn. People say, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. Accept the invitation. Come unto him. Take his yoke. And learn of him. Learn his ways. And he said, you know what? 
I don't want you to feel there's any need for you to have to, to bear any burdens or carry any load. I want you to cast what? All your care upon me. Because I care for you. Is that what your Bible say? Casting all your care upon him. He for he cared for you. What what else? What else do you want? What else do you want? He has the power. He extended the invitation. He said, don't worry. It's just like the military. They, 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 they eliminate the issue of you worried about where I'm, a, where I'm asleep, where I'm going to eat, what I'm going to wear. They provide all that stuff. They need to focus on fighting. The Lord need you focus on serving. Whatever your concerns are or whatever, he said, give it to me. But here's the issue, and this ties in with the inspirational reading. How many times have you heard this extended? How many times have you read this, but yet you will say, now nah, I'm going to handle this myself. Amen. When you know the right thing to do is to stop and pray and give it to the Lord. Amen. But you say, nah, now nah, I'm going to hold on to this. As if you have some power within yourself that you can overcome it, overtake it. No. And what does it lead to? Destruction, chaos, disappointment. Folks, we tend to want to complicate matters concerning living the Christian life. It's really not complicated. It really just boils down to faith. Do you believe it or not? It boils down, do you believe it or not? Do you believe he has overcome the world? Do you believe all power is given unto him in heaven and earth? Now, just stop one moment and think about that. If Jesus has all power, all, that means he's, he's mightier than angels. And we know angels, they ain't no joke. They are no joke. But even the angels beckon to him. Why won't you trust him? Well, I don't trust him because you know what? I just don't have faith in him. Well, and without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you're just existing. You're just living a worthless life. God is 
God has given you the opportunity every day he wake you up to wake up and to get it right. Because you close your eyes with no faith. You know what? The scripture declares you cannot please God. You would not have pleased God in the life you live without faith. Hebrews 11 and 6. Well, if you, had not, if you have not pleased God in the life that you live, what's your destiny? Amen. What's your destiny? Is God going to say, well done, thou doubtful and unbelieving servant? Oh, I, I understand, you know, there were challenges in life and everything, but did I not send my only begotten son? Did I not declare that when he was transfigured, I said, this is my beloved son in whom I am. Well, please hear ye him. I didn't tell you to listen to Moses. I didn't tell you to listen to Elijah. I told you to hear ye him. And he said, all Power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Did I not leave you, Philippians 4.13, that if you make up your mind to do all things in Christ, that you can do it? Because that's where your strength comes from. Folks, those three passages of scriptures. Ain't no need of standing up here giving you 700 scriptures and then you ain't going to listen to any of them. I believe if you take Matthew 28, 18, if you take Matthew 11, 28 through 30, and you take 1 Peter 5 and 7, I believe you could, you, 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 could, you could do better in your life. Amen. I truly believe you could do better in your life. Because until you get the faith aspect of this down pack, you ain't going nowhere. Amen. Stop trying to do it on your own. And the inspiration to read, it talks about that, 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 that fool leans to his own understanding. Yeah. That fool try to do things that thinking, hey, I don't need God's help. Well, listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, and what is it, John 15, when he said, without me, you can do nothing. Amen. Do you believe that? Now, now some of you, some of you would say to yourself, well, I, 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 I haven't done that bad in life. I haven't done. What have you done that matters to God? See, you could do a lot of things in life that matters to you, but it matters nothing to God. The Christian's life should matter to God. Everything we do should first and foremost be of concern, of importance to God. Amen. 
ain't a matter of how important it is to you. You say, I've gone to school. I've gotten this job and this and that. And which one are you going to take with you when you die? Amen. Huh? Which one are you going to take with you when you die? Folks, when Jesus said, without me, you could do nothing, he means it. If you're thinking about giving up on the Christian life, it's because you haven't gone about it the right way. Stop trying, stop trying to tell the Bible how you want to live. And start living according to what the Bible commands you to do. We want to argue and debate with God. We want to argue and debate with the scriptures about, well, I don't, I don't see why it is. Or I don't understand why it is. Just shut up and obey. You can't tell God how you want to be saved. The formula is already there. You want to be strengthened? Do it the way God say do it. You want to become more knowledgeable of the word of God? Do it the way the Lord say do it. Take my yoke. Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find what? Rest unto your soul. You want to, you want to change in life? You want a better way of living? Just do it the way the Lord said. Do it. He didn't make this thing difficult. We make it difficult. Is it always going to be easy? No, you're going to have some. You're going to have some bumps and some knocks. But didn't he? You're not going to have anything that he didn't suffer. But what did he do? He overcame what? The world. Just as we, when, when Paul writes in Romans 8, we are more than conquerors. Through who? Through Christ. Not in and of ourselves, but in Christ. So folks, I leave you with that lesson this morning. Stop complaining. Change the way you're doing things. Take those, take those passages and apply them to your life. Believe that Jesus, he truly has all power. He demonstrated that throughout the course of the Bible. You can see that, you know what? Can't nothing stop Jesus. Can't anything stop Jesus. The demons even, look, the demons even recognize who he is. And you know what? When that, 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 that man that was out there in the cemetery that was chained up and everything, when, when Jesus came about that way, they started screaming out his name. Now, if the demons recognize who he is and his authority, shouldn't we? Amen. He cried out, what, what do we have to do without Jesus? 
It's not our time. In other words, why are you here? Now, if the demons recognize the authority and the power of Jesus, how much more should we? If the demons ask Jesus, will you just allow us to go into those swines? They didn't tell Jesus anything. They asked him. Well, if the demons bow down and recognize his authority, how much more should we trust in him? If the demons acknowledge him, why should we give in to the demons? Amen. It's up to how, it's up to how you want to live. You live and do wrong because you choose to live and do wrong. Stop lying on God and everybody else. Well, I can't help myself. Yes, you can. You live the way you live because you choose to live the way you live. Now, when it's time for you to make up your mind to straighten up and live holy, live godly, live righteous, you know what? You can do it. But it ain't no excuse, folks. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to the Lord. If you haven't obeyed the gospel, that you haven't accepted that great invitation that was sent out thousands of years ago, inviting men and women to have a change of life, to obey and become a Christian. You can, you can obey that gospel today. You can surrender your will and be baptized today for the remission of your sin. Amen. Folks, you understand how Jesus suffered, bled, and died, and how he came down to this earth in the form of a man, in the flesh, that he may suffer, that he may experience the pain that we experience. He know about pain, folks. Amen. He know about suffering. Matter of fact, he know about it more than us. And if it didn't deter him, why should it deter us? Amen. Do you believe it? Amen. Do you believe that he came, suffered, bled, and died? Do you believe that he got up on the third day? Amen. Repent of your sins. Acknowledge that, hey, I recognize the, the, the way I've been traveling is not the right way. Get on the path of righteousness. Get on the straight and narrow path. Confess Christ to be the son of God. Be baptized today for the remission of your sins. And let me tell you, real living begins after that. The true living begins after that. And I'm not telling you it's going to all be cake and ice cream. The real war lights off when you come up out of that water. Because the devil is going to raise all kind of hell with you. Because he's upset 
that you chose to trust more in Jesus than you did in him. Amen. But even the devil recognizes. You know what? I'm no match to him. And just to help you understand. Remember back in Job 1. When the sons of man were presenting themselves. And Satan came along. And God asked the devil. Where you been? Oh, up and down, to and fro. Just looking. Looking for some candidates. God hasn't have you considered my servant Job. But my point is this. Satan showed up, but he was under the authority of God. As much as he wanted to do to Job... He could only go as far as God granted him to go. That tells me he has all power. Even over the devil. Well, if he's your father and you're his child, you need to start acting like it and believing it. And stop allowing sin to reign in your mortal body. Amen. Amen. Amen? Because you've been set free. You've been released from the shackles of sin, the slavery of sin, because Jesus made it possible. Amen. You're here today, and you're a member of the body of Christ, and you haven't been living faithful. You haven't been living that victorious life. You've been doing more complaining than you have been praising. And you wonder why you can't get anybody to come visit with you. You wonder why nobody want to talk to you about Christ. Because they're looking at the phoniness that you present. Get yourself right today. Ask God to forgive you for, 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 for stealing his praises and for, for cheating him out of his praise. He's been too good to you. Give him his praise. What's our song? Glory to his name. Glory to his name. 196 is our invitation song. Glory to his name. Folks, make up your mind today to leave better than you arrived. Because you know what? This may be your day. You're going to leave here today. But at least... If you were to leave here today and you make it right today, you know what? It'll be all right. Because, see, if you live right and if you die right, you can resurrect right. And if you resurrect right, it's going to be all right. Make up your mind. While together we stand and we sing. Down at the